Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Raw episode 1419, which was broadcast on August 10, 2020. Um, so I really, really enjoyed this episode. There's a lot of stuff. There are follow-ups from last week. Some stuff didn't follow up in the way that I thought was as satisfying, mostly the retribution stuff. However, the retribution stuff did set up a very important moment that was unrelated to them, but from a production standpoint, it made it possible to pull off a particular stunt later on. But I'll get to that. Uh, we open up the show. I think I missed the first couple minutes or so, but uh, once I tuned in, uh, we were seeing Seth Rollins make his entrance um, in order to... Um, have a, a contract signing with Dominic and Dominic's contract was also such that uh, he would become a WWE superstar officially. Um, Joe is very entertained by how um, ridiculous Seth has been. Um, and Seth goes on a rant about when, when is any of this ever going to be enough for you, the audience? And Dominic says, never it's never going to be enough and seth um says all right well how about how about this you're making a big mistake or whatever you can use your kendo stick or whatever you want it's fine uh so i guess it's a hardcore match no or uh, all weapons allowed i don't know what exactly the stipulation is and they signed the contract the contract was not altered but so did did it already have it in there? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure if you add something to the contract, you have to actually add it to the contract that you signed. But anyway, they sign, They both sign, and then they brawl, and then we get Seth Rollins versus Humberto Carrillo. Murphy attacks Dominic during the match, and they just beat – or after the match, I think it was. Seth defeats Humberto. Murphy attacks Dominic, and then they stick it to him. They hit – the beat the crap out of him with a ken with kendo sticks and man it's a good thing that ray is blind now so he doesn't have to see what a horrible sight all those welts uh, across his front and back um look like um i i don't know if that 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 sentence ended up not being grammatically correct but you know what i'm saying uh we got a rundown of the retribution uh events last week um then we had andrade and friends come out and zelina said i'm innocent it's ridiculous that you even think that i would do such a thing as poison somebody and we get dawkins versus andrade um let's see more i don't know what i wrote down i have really bad handwriting sometimes uh, but Dawkins said something that I liked, and I, but I don't remember what it is. But uh, Dawkins wins that match versus Andrade. I think it was versus Andrade. It might have been versus Angel. But uh, they entered to Andrade's music, so I'm pretty sure it was his match. Um, and then Bianca attacks Zelina um, before uh, Dawkins gets the win there because they tried to cheat. Um, and then we get both Bianca Belair versus Zelina Vega. Um, oh yeah. Dawkins entered on his own. Zelina wasn't, or, uh, Bianca wasn't out there with him. Uh, she just came in at the end of his match. 
Um, then we get Be- Bianca Belair versus Zelina Vega, and B- Bianca wins that match via Kiss of Death, which is great. Um, then we had an episode of the VIP Lounge, and they 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 want to pop some ligaments and tendons. Uh, I forget where they went with that. I thought they were talking about Raw Underground. They want to go have some hardcore matches back there. Uh, but then we had Apollo Crews versus Shelton. Um, I missed the win here. Um, I think there's some type of interference or distraction that led to Shelton getting the win. But I was like, I turned my back for a second. Or like, I, I went around the corner to get something in the fridge or something. And I missed it. And they didn't play a replay or something. Or a, or maybe I missed the replay also. I don't know. Uh, but Shelton wins. And I was thinking, okay... If Apollo Crews, uh, the other day on stream, I realized that it, when he was teaming, I think he was teaming with Shorty G, that their team name would have been Apollo G. And if Apollo led a a faction full of very nice guys who were very polite and were apologetic, if they ever, uh, you know, stepped over a line or something like that. Uh, they would be called the Apollo guys because they would always be apologizing. But then I realized what he already has the perfect name for. He he doesn't need a pun name. He already has a pun name. He would be the leader of the Apollo crew. Anyway, I don't have a sound effect of a rim shot or anything. So uh, then we had retribution smash the window. I think it was the same uh, door window, window door, glass door. I guess it's a door. If it's a door made of glass, it's a just, it's still a door. It's a glass door, even though it's a window, but it's a door. So you don't call it a window because it is a door. Um, they smashed the wind, the, the window door. <laughs> okay. Just established. It's not called that. Um, I think they also smashed that same pane of glass in the, uh, cinematic, viking uh street raiders or is it viking prophets viking prophets street raid no it was viking prophets i'm pretty sure um i think it was that same door i uh or maybe they they smashed the window next to it It makes sense to do the door because the door is a smaller piece of glass it's probably a little bit easier to replace maybe i don't know uh, Natalia and Lana are very mean to the returning Mickey James, and they issue a challenge. But online, Mickey is pretty being pretty mean back to them, and it's kind of funny. Um, Cedric Ache and the Viking Raiders take on the ninjas, led by Akira Tozawa. Um, they nearly tossed one of the ninjas up into the rafters. That was incredible. Tossed him like 10 feet up into the air. Uh, but there's a ninja betrayal. One of the ninjas is actually R-Truth, and R-Truth wins back the 24-7 champion from Akira Tozawa as they were running away from the Viking Raiders. Um, then we had Liv, Liv Morgan versus Peyton Royce. Um, Billy Kay caused a distraction, and Peyton Royce wins. There is still friction between Liv and Ruby. They're like... Why Why we get back together? We're just going to lose again. What the heck is going on? So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we had Riddle Underground, Riddy Moe versus some fella. Totally destroys him. Um, and then we, we'll get back to that in just a minute. Because then we had 
Asuka versus Bailey. Um, let's see. Uh, Bailey had an awesome sunset bomb. I noted that. And then she also mocked Kyrie by doing the whole stomp across the ring before uh, doing her next thing. Uh, but Asuka won via the Asuka lock. Um, Bailey tapped out. And I'm not sure. Something happened to Sasha that she either got ejected or she was uh, out of action. She wasn't able to, to, to help Bailey do anything. I forget exactly what happened. But this was a really good match. I enjoyed it. Check it out. I think it was my favorite match of the night. Um, then we had Arturo Ruas versus some dudes. Or maybe just one dude. But this was in the underground and Arturo Ruas won. But then uh, Dabakato kills some guys. Or he just kills one guy. Uh, and he, for some reason he grabs, he grabs his junk. He grabs the guy's junk, which he, he, this guy is huge. Dabakato is gigantic. There's no reason for him to do something like that. He could just defeat them in any other way. So I don't, I don't understand that. But then Shayna, Shayna Baszler arrives, and there's no takers to fight Shayna, and she uh, starts picking on some of the some of the women in the audience. Drags them into the rain, into the ring. Her friends try to help, but they get killed too. And, um, she's, uh, yeah, she stands tall there in, uh, the middle of the raw underground ring. Uh, meanwhile, outside retribution presumably have flipped a car, but we don't see them flip the car. I don't believe for a second that they could flip that car, but, um, maybe Alexa bliss is in here. Alexa bliss could be in retribution. It could be, uh, it could be Bray Wyatt's team. Um, anyway, (laughs) Because she got some training from Braun Strowman on how to flip cars. Uh, but they're like just banging on a car that has already been flipped. We don't see a good flip. Anyway, uh, and then we get Ra- uh, Randall Keith Orton versus Kevin Owens. Uh, uh, Randy wins via RKO. Uh, Ric Flair is out there the entire time. And, and Randy says, hey, Rick, stay, stay put. We're not done out here yet. So we go to commercial break and then we come back. This whole great promo from Randy is like, I can't be angry at you, but I should be because I shouldn't even have this match today. I wasn't looking to fight Kevin Owens. I didn't need to defeat him. He says, I don't respect or love you anymore because you're a liability to everything that I'm working for. Um, and then he says that I'm your son that, I, that you wish you had and that you're just an old ass man. An old ass man. But then Ric Flair delivers an equally passionate, even more so. It made me tear up a little bit. You say, I, I want you to beat my record. I want to be there for 14, 15, 16, 17. And all of that is great. And then they hug as Ric Flair turns around and get his jacket back or whatever. Randy hits him with a low blow. Rick collapses to the ground. He's trying to stay on his hands and knees. And then the lights, they start dimming from all the sabotage from Retribution throughout the last two weeks. And the lights go completely out as Randy runs in for the punt. And then we cut back to the lights. The power is restored. And Ric Flair is there, nearly dead, in the middle of the ring. Pretty awesome. Drew McIntyre runs out, comes to Ric Flair's side. 
and Randy Orton just slinks up the ramp, very proud, but also maybe conflicted about what he had just done. But it had to be done. It had to be done, and it was pretty great television. It wasn't a great thing to do, but it was very interesting to watch. Um, I was certain that this was going to happen at SummerSlam, so I took me by surprise. I, I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm surprised that it happened so soon. I thought that was going to be like the the awesome moment of SummerSlam, but instead, awesome moment to close out Raw. That's pretty cool too. So there you go. I enjoyed so much of this episode. The only thing really that I didn't that I didn't like completely was that Davikato doesn't need to do that to finish off an opponent. What the heck? What the heck? He's seven, he's literally seven feet tall. You can't teach that. You can teach someone not to grab that, like not to 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 assault somebody like that. My gosh. So I don't know. He could have just he could have just he could have just like been crushed his face. That would have been even more impressive. Anybody can grab down there. It's peanuts. Anyway, okay. <laughs> That's so stupid. Um, that's all. Uh, I'm a, 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 It's just a few minutes. NXT starts, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Let me know what you thought by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIW Podcast for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye!